First John chapter 2, verse 18. And it reads, Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist is coming. So now many Antichrist have come, therefore we know that it is the last hour. So our passage is this one. We have touched this passage last time, and we have seen the Antichrist in plural. And I chose this, uh, my topic of my sermon, to be fascism is dangerous. Pardon? Uh, so meaning say, worshipping the government is very dangerous. So we have seen that in our, in our previous uh, sermon to see the Antichrist uh, among us. And they are the forerunners of, the, of their master, the devil. And we have the learned uh, the definition of them. They are the opposers of Christ. And not like they are openly, yes, there are some, they are openly opposed Christ. But some of them, they are deceived, deceitful. They trick us. They can use the Bible. They can use our Lord's name in order to deceive us. So we have to be careful with that. And uh, First John told us that we have to test them to see and to know that uh, are these the right people or are these the false teachers. And to be honest with you, this passage was very difficult for me and... I found out like it is essential to us as believers to have this passage, even though it is difficult, just like the medicine. It is not comfortable to drink the medicine, but we have to drink it in order for us to heal. And I first like to say, oh, this topic, can I jump? Then I remember one time Pastor Say said, we, some people, they come across with the passage and it's difficult and they walk around and come back and go the way. So as a beginner or as a student, if I start by doing that, I'm going to do that for the whole passages in the Bible because everything is going to be difficult. So then I got the courage from Brother Caleb. He's not good at soccer, but he keep pushing and you can see scoring. Then I asked myself, I'm good at soccer. But Caleb is not good at soccer, but he's working very hard in that. Why couldn't I work very hard in this difficult passage or topic? So I prayed about it, that the Lord will help me. So I chose the, the, the outline of this passage uh, from our verse. But we are not going to look in this passage because there is, not mu- there is no much. So the, 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 the outline, the first point is, who is this Antichrist? So this Antichrist now is singular. So we are going to see who is this Antichrist. And we are going to see, second point, what is he doing? He is coming 
as Festy John said, and we are going to see what he's going to do when he comes. And then the third point is going to uh, be like application. How do we survive from him? So these are my three points for this sermon. And my main point of this sermon is very simple. And I found I don't have much to say rather than to pick 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10. Let us make our calling and election sure. So let us do that now. Examine ourselves and to check ourselves to see are we the elected ones right now before this Antichrist come. Because if we don't do that now, there is no time when he comes, then we are going to fall and we are going to be devoured. Excuse me. So let us go to our first point. Who is the Antichrist? In this passage, we are only seeing the Antichrist is coming and there is no much to see what about this Antichrist. So we are going to ask the same author, John, and let us turn our Bibles to Revelation chapter 13. Revelation chapter 13. John is going to tell us about the Antichrist. Verse 1, and I saw a beast rising out of sea with ten horns and seven heads with ten diadems on its horns and blasphemous names on its heads. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard and its feet were like a bear and its mouth was like a lion, lion's mouth and to eat. The dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. So John here is talking about the beasts. In first John, it was Antichrist. Now we've got the beasts. So who is this beast? And we are seeing this beast. It's got horns, got uh, crowns, got heads. So it's not clear to say, okay, is this the beast, the Antichrist is the beast, like an animal, it's like what? So what can we do? Uh, we are going to the prophet, prophet Daniel. Let us go to Daniel chapter 7. And as we are going there, uh, one, ta- one day my wife called me. Uh, she's trying to do the Bible study with the another lady, our neighbor, our new neighbor, uh, back home, and then she asked about the prophets. Said, why do you, in your church, do you not believe about, uh, about prophecy? Why you don't have the prophets? And by that time, when she asked me, and I said to her, oh, I think it needs time. On, on WhatsApp, I cannot explain everything, so I wish I'll be there, and I'll sit down and talk to her. But I was supposed to tell her this. We believe in prophecy. Here we are going to Daniel, the prophet of the Bible. 
We don't believe to any prophets. God gave us enough prophets from the Bible. So here we are. We are consulting. We hit the rock. We don't know the definition of what we are studying. The Antichrist, who is this? John said it's the beast. So Daniel, as the prophet, he got the explanation about this beast. So that for us to know that who is this beast. So we are, we believe in prophets. It's only we believe the prophets that we have been given by God. So Daniel chapter 7, uh, verse 7. Verse 17. Uh, Daniel, the background, Daniel got a dream and he dreamt about the four beasts and he didn't understand what is this beast and he got the explanation from the angel. He told him that what is this beast. So verse 17. These four great beasts are four kings who shall arise out of the earth. So the beasts are the kingdom like Daniel had seen the kingdom of Babylon, the kingdom of Persia, the kingdom of Greece, and the kingdom of Rome. So the beast is a symbol or is a picture of the kingdom. And we have seen that in, 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 in Revelation chapter 13, there are some futures on, on this uh, uh, beast. So Daniel is going to tell us, just assume I will take you like we are, we hit the rock, we, don't have, we are not understanding. So we went together to consult the prophet. And we asked, can you please tell us about this beast. Who is this beast? Daniel is an old man. He can say, <clears throat> yes, I've been told. This beast is the kingdom of Babylon, the kingdom of Medo-Persia, the kingdom of Greece, and the kingdom of Rome. <coughs> so this kingdom has got the horns. And you have seen in chapter nine, in Rome, Daniel chapter 19, when Daniel got this dream, he decided, verse, verse 19, let us look verse 19 together. What he said. When he saw this dream, 19, then I desire to know the truth about the fourth beast. That is the beast we are going to look. Which was different from all the beasts. All the rest, exceeding terrifying, with its teeth of iron and claws of bronze, and which devoured and broke into pieces and stemmed what was left with its feet. So Daniel is going to explain the, key, the, the, the beast is the kingdom and the horns are the kings of the kingdom and the heads and the crowns is the power. So if, we, if you see in verse 24 that they, there is the clear explanation to see what are these horns. Verse 24, as for the ten horns out of this kingdom, so the beast is the kingdom, there is ten horns. Ten horns is ten kings shall rise. So the horns is the kings. So we have the beast here 
in, 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 in Revelation chapter 13, and Daniel explains to us, who is this beast? This beast is the kingdom that is going to come. And this kingdom is going to have 10 kings, and they are going to have power. So before I went further, I want us to see uh, in, Re- in Daniel chapter 20, Daniel chapter 7, verse 20. I'm sorry, excuse me. Daniel chapter 7, verse 20. We want to see about these horns. And about the ten horns that were on its head, and the one, the other horn that had come, and before which three of them fell, the horn that had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things, and that seemed greater than its compassion. Companions. So, among these horns, here comes another horn. And this horn is an antichrist. And you can see its features, there is mouth, there is eyes. So, this horn is going to be a man, an intelligent, boastful, uh, is going to rise after three kings going to fall, are going to fall, and this king is going to rise. So this is an antichrist. So we are going to see that uh, combined with the features that we are going to see in in Revelation chapter 13. So will you please go with me to Revelation chapter 13 where we are going to spend our time, most of our time there. Revelation chapter 13. Verse 2. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear, and its mouth was like a lion mouth. And to it the dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. So this this kingdom is going to have the the the, the blend of other beasts that Daniel have seen. Because if you see in Daniel, there was the kingdom of Greece, the kingdom of Persia, the kingdom of Babylon, and the kingdom of Rome. And those kingdoms were symbolized with these animals, the leopard, the bear, and the lion. And that the one horn is another king with the face of man. So we are going to have the kingdom to come, which is going to be a combined of... uh, fearful animals, a leopard is very fast to go and catch its prey. And the bear, it uses its feet to tremble and the claws to, we have seen the, 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 the movie of a bear which was uh, eating the salmons. So it used the claws to catch its prey. And we see the lion and it uses the mouth to kill its prey. And then that horn, which is the eyes and the mouth, is like a human. So it's, there's, there's a blend, a four-in-one. It's like you are having Mugabe, Jacob Zuma, Joe Biden, and Sin mixed together in one kingdom. So you, you, can, you, can, you can imagine the, the, the kingdom you are having. It's a fearful one, a dangerous one. 
So brothers and sisters, all this to say is to explain who is the Antichrist. The Antichrist is the government to come. And we are seeing this type of government is coming is a dangerous one, a vicious one, a fearful one. So we have this cry. We are crying, oh, things are not doing well. We have this special aspect home, you can understand. But this is nothing compared to what is going to come. Because there is going to be a blend of all evil uh, leaders. And they are going to be combined. It's like you are putting poison in one cup, one cup. And you mix it. You can imagine if you drink what is going to happen. And we have told by Romans chapter 13 to obey the government. Romans chapter 13 told us to obey the government. And we should obey the government. But the problem we don't worship the government. As long the government is staying on its circle, we obey. When it steps out to come to our religion, to our family telling us how to raise our children, now we don't obey them. So we obey when they are on their circle. So we should be careful to worship the government. We have to obey, but not to to worship that is fascism so we don't have to obey be careful to obey to to worship the government number two we are going to see what is this government is going to do when it comes so we we, we see the description of the government the fierce fearful government the vicious one is coming so what is it going to do there are three things that is going to do this government. It's going to exercise political power, and it's going to exercise religious power, and it's going to exercise economic power. So this government is going to force some things to us. Uh, let's, let, let us go to, to our passage, Revelation chapter 13. Revelation chapter 13. And I want us to verse, uh, chap- verse 2. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear. And its mouth was like a lion. Lion's mouth. And to it the dragon gave his power. And his throne. And great authority. If you notice. This government or this kingdom is being given something by the dragon. The, the, you, you all know that the, who is the dragon? The dragon is the devil. So the devil is going to be the, the head or the god of this government. Because we see he's giving something. What is he giving? What kind of these three things that uh, is giving in verse, verse 2. What kind of these three things that the, this dragon is going to give to this kingdom? Power. Not only power, he is. That is, that is the, the, the devil's power is going to give. And the second thing, he is strong. 
And the third thing, great authority. So, in other words, you can see when the Bible said the, 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 the devil is the prince of this world. So, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, it says he is the God of this world. Because you can see he's giving. Then, one time when we got the recordings after one of our class, uh, there was a sermon of uh, Dr. John MacArthur, and he said he was, he was invited to, to uh, uh, a conference. And he was sitting when the, the, the conference was starting, a man stood up to open the prayer, uh, the, the, the conference with a prayer. And Dr. John MacArthur said, the man, his first words was, we bind you, Satan. And Dr. MacArthur said, I almost fell off on my, off my chair to say what? Of all the things we have, you are going to start your prayer with, we bind you, Satan. And we learn that people, they don't understand. Let, let's just assume the pictures we, we, we saw is, is, is the devil. Sometimes you can see with the horns, right? It's a difficult thing to see, a vicious thing to see. But one man can say, we bound you. If, if the dog comes, he runs away. But he's talking about something, a spiritual being, a powerful, which is giving power to the government to say, we bound you, Satan. So they don't understand. And even if we can see in Jude, we should have learned, we should have learned from, from, from the, the, the angel, Archangel Michael. When, 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 when he, we, he, he met the devil, he chose not to provoke him. And he said, the Lord is going to deal with you. He understood this spiritual being is, who am I? Or who is that guy who can say, we bound you, Satan? The angel said, no, I'm not going to say anything to you. The Lord will deal with you. Here am I saying, we bound you, Satan. I heard, they said, shut up, Satan. They, they, they don't understand. If you see these false teachers or false preachers or false prophets, they, they don't understand who is the devil according to the Bible. Here we see that the devil is powerful, is given this power to rule this world. So we don't play with this uh, spiritual being. So let us look in verse 3. Verse 3. One of its heads seems to have mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed, and the whole world, the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. Let us look here. We have seen that the devil gave this beast power. Probably one way or another. His power, the devil, or the power that the beast was given. Uh, it's done the miracle to heal to heal uh, the, 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 the wound that was on the, on, the, on the Antichrist. So, people are being uh, deceived by the miracles and they, they thought a true church is going to be marked by a miracle. We see here 
Satan does the miracle. So if you determine a true church by miracles, you are wrong. Because do you know the, which miracles are these? Are these miracles from God or are these miracles from the devil? Because we have seen here the miracle happened. There was a deadly wound and there was healing. So if you, you, you mark your, a church as to say, because some people they say, okay, I can know I am following such, such prophet because he said something and it comes past. Because they can say, or oh, the Old Testament said, we can see the false teacher is if he says something and it did not come to pass. Therefore, he's a false teacher. In the Old Testament, he's going to be stoned. So, what if my prophet is saying something and it comes to pass? Therefore, it is a true prophet. No! The devil can perform the miracles. So, we should be careful not to be deceived by the miracles. And I want us to notice here, after this miracle was being performed... Who reacted in verse 3? Who reacted? One of his heads seemed to have mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed. And the whole world marveled. They are being pulled by the miracle. And I want to, let, us, let us see how they reacted. They marveled. That means they praised. It's like he's saying, oh, wow. Wow. And they, they, it didn't end by saying wow, right? They praised. And it went further. They followed the beast. So you start to say, wow. Wow. And you are going to be pulled. And you are going to fall. follow him, right? Verse, verse 3. The third thing that, 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 that happened. After wow, there is wow, number one. There is following the third thing they are going to worship the whole world is going to worship why because they saw the miracle so we brothers and sisters let us not be deceived by anything let us focus from the promises of our lord and at this time as a church we need one another now because this time is going to come so we need one another. We need to encourage one another. Like you said, brother, pray for me. I'm struggling for the, for, for, from this type of sins. We need one another to pray, to encourage. How are you doing? Like brother Kune said, you can come to me and ask. I can encourage you. This is the time. Because the time in future when it comes, this, this uh, uh, Government comes, there is no time. So we have to prepare ourselves right now to encourage one another. And it reminds me long back ago when we were working as a child. And my mother used to tell me uh, I was unfocused in town. So we were not used to go to town. So when we, we, we went to town, so she used to hold me hand so that I cannot be lost. So you can see those, I don't know what they call, you see those, uh, I don't know in English, the doors that they put clothes on top and put on the window. What, what is, yeah, those things. So, 
as a child, seeing that, it was like, wow, like these people, right? Saying, wow. And I'm got distracted, unfocused to the journey. And she came back and hold my hand. Say, focus, you're going to be lost in this town, right? So it's like, that, that's what we should be. We have to encourage one another. Let us focus. Let us not be going to be distracted by anything. Let us focus. Hold each other hand. We have that example in, in the book Pilgrim's Progress. When hopeful and faithful, they are together. There was one four and another. One falls and one picks another up. One four and one picks another up. So this is the time we need one another. Let us follow, not follow the crowd. Let us follow the truth. Because you can see the crowd because everyone is doing this. Therefore, it is right. No! Check. Is this the truth? Or you are going to be like I used to say uh, this, this phrase, to be like a, a, a grasshopper being pushed by the wind. When the wind goes there, there is no power to, to fly, then being pushed there. So we, we don't have to be like that. We have to be focused. Let us... Uh, use what we have, the common grace, right? We have the church, we have, uh, we, we have the prayer, church, Bible. What do you call that? Means. means of grace. Let us use the means of grace that we have. We have believers. So whenever I fall, I have to come out. Because if, if we are not doing that now, there is time, there is no time to do that. So we have to prepare. If I come to you and I say, you know what, Pastor? I'm struggling with one, two, three. Sure, it is difficult. I'm trying. I want to do this. But sure, it is difficult. I am not, I'm not going to, to, to uh, it is difficult for me to overcome this thing. So will you please help me, pray for me. Then you can come and help me and pray for me then. We can overcome those things. Mm -hmm. So we need one another. We need, as a church, as believers, to encourage one another. So we have seen that it is going to exercise the power. So this power is going to be blended. The political power and the religious power is going to be blended together. Let us see when they exercise the power. And they worship the dragon, verse 4. And they worship the dragon. And he had given his authority to the beast that they worship the beast. So there is the authority to everyone to worship the beast. And people are going to praise this beast to see yeah, who can fight the beast. You can see that in verse 4. Who can fight this beast? And you, you, in, verse, in verse 5, you can see this beast is going to do something publicly, is going to blaspheme, is going to say uh, bad things, sinful things about God. Recently, there was a false prophet, self-proclaimed prophet, a false prophet again, so all names to himself. So he was caught into uh, fraud and money laundering uh, then and he was involved with the president of Zimbabwe 
then it was like huge money that they 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 were laundering and looting the gold because there was connection of gold and uh, the money laundering. So the journalists went there with the hidden cameras and they didn't know that they are being filmed. So he was caught right on play on the camera. And he came out after those, uh, that documentary came. If you want to see this gold mafia, you can see it. There's four episodes of those ones. So after that, he, he, he is now, he's a Zimbabwean, but he's now staying in, in UK. His name, I'm not ashamed to say his name. His name is Hubert Angel. So he, 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 he came out uh, the next day trying to defend himself. And he said something that was blaspheme to God on camera. And the church was applauding for him when he said those things. He said, and I quote, in the Old Testament, you know Phineas. When Phineas saw one man came and doing wrong things with a woman, uh, in front of the tent, he came and he stabbed that man and the woman and they died. And God was pleased. So he came out and said, I, you should do that for your father. Phineas has done that to his father. Meaning God was the father because God was happy when Phineas does that. So he's putting himself in the place of God. That's blaspheme. You have to do this fight for me. If you hate something about your father, do like Phineas is done. But if you can see, there was Phineas and there was Moses as a leader and there was God. But Phineas did not do that on behalf of Moses. He had done that on behalf of God. But he himself, he is saying, you have to do that. So he put himself. So it's like he's, he's taking go down to, to the level, not to the his same level, and to put him under his feet. So he himself, he is God. So that, that's blaspheme. So that is the, 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 the idea this uh, uh, government or this antichrist is doing, is going to blaspheme God. And I want us to see something, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take it uh, later, uh, this phrase because it's going to help us in future. So it was blaspheming uh, the God publicly. And notice, notice, verse 7, also to make war, the government used war as power. That is the political power. The government used war as power. So there is war on who? On the saints. To do what? And to conquer. There is power again. So, they are going to force to use their power to conquer the saints. So, when this, uh, this uh, government to come is coming, it's going to, to, to use, like I said, political power. They are going to use religious power. So they are going to force. So it's like what happened in, 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 in the book of Daniel. 
when, when they, was, they made the, 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 the idol and the government said, everyone, if you hear the, 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 the song or the bell rang, everyone is going to bow down to this idol. And Daniel, Michigan, and Abednego, they did not bow down. So they are going to put, to say, and they, those men went to King Nebuchadnezzar and said, oh, these guys, you said one, two, three, and they did not do that. So what can we do? So there comes war. So political power now is coming to religious. You have to obey. You have to worship. So they are going to force the saints to do that. So verse 7. Verse 7. Uh, so they are going to conquer, to do war, and to conquer them. And this conquering is physical conquering. It's not uh, the conquering that uh, you, can, you can think is, 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 is a light thing. It's going to be the, 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 the harsh thing. You can imagine what happened to Stevie. Stephen was, because this conquering is going to be persecution. And persecution is going to come to the saints. And it is not going to be like the light, like, like we have seen in the, in the previous uh, uh, sermon we have preached. Those uh, false teachers among us, they are going to do light persecution. It's going to be like deceiving. So that is light. No, here is a physical thing. Just like what they did to Stephen. They stoned him with stones. So it's going to be a physical thing. There is going to be persecution. To persecute the, 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 the saints. So we have to be careful and we have to be aware. That's why I said this passage, is, it was disturbing. It was difficult for me to explain these things. But in any case, I have to do this. So, there is going to come persecution, brothers and sisters. And we have read uh, the Fox's book of martyrs, and we have seen people dying. And it's one thing to die with a gun. It's like one time and go. And it's another thing to die uh, little by little. Some, they were being cut their fingers, one finger today, Tomorrow they come in another one. You can imagine the pain that is going to, is going to happen to you if they are going to kill. If it is a bullet, it's going to be, oh, take me. Today I'm going to be with the Lord. Amen. But it is going to be like a painful one to endure, like just picture of Stevie, to endure stone by stone up until he died. Coming, one hit in the head, one on the head. Well, Stone by stone, up. you are not going to die like one stone and die. So this physical uh, conquering is going to be persecution. Comes And remember, when the government is angry, it's going to force power. And that power is going to teach other people lesson to obey, right? So it's going to be a painful thing. We have seen that in the book, for Fox's Book of Matters. They put the people on the racks. They put people on the fire. And it's going to be like... Okay, Sulan is going to see, okay, still holding to the faith. So if they can torture me this way, 
is going to change his mind. That is the goal. So it is going to be a painful uh, torturing. So to that, we are going to see what are they going to do with economic power. But before I, 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 we look to this uh, economic power, there is something remarkable. Two things that are remarkable uh, we want us to see. Whenever this conquering and the war is being done by this uh, government to come, you might ask when people are being persecuted, people are being killed, people are being banned, you may ask, where is God in all this? Brothers and sisters, God is in control. And to prove that to you, let us see in Revelation chapter 13, verse 5. There is this phrase and it's going to be repeated three times. Verse 5. And the beast was given a mouth uttering hot and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise. We have seen that the dragon was given, right? But now, giving and allowing is two different things. If Cameron is here and you want to give me a banana, there should be an allow from the father or from the parents for him to give me, right? So, there is somewhere came the power to allow the devil to, 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 to give. So, God is in control in this. Notice verse 5. It was allowed. Verse 7. Also, it was allowed to make war uh, on the saints. Did you see that? God is in control in the persecution to come. <clears throat> Number three, verse 15. And it was allowed to give breath to the image and the beast so that the image and the beast might be even speak. It was allowed to perform miracles. And this one is the false teacher, the false prophet. And we can see that in Revelation 19, verse 20. When the Lord comes back, we are going to see that. So, whenever this persecution is being happening, God is in control. It is for his glory to allow that to happen. And I want us to, 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 to number two, we can see, because we can, you can ask why God allowed he allowed that to his own glory. Because he's God. He can do whatever he likes. So he's doing this to his own glory. Number two. He, you remember the, 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 the parable of the field, the wheat field. Right now, we, the, the, the world is filled with people who are saying they are Christians. So... Now, we, we don't see your heart, right? Mfundis uh, Nyalung said one time, we, we saw people only on Sunday for two hours. Although people are spending uh, more time in the village, but like in a normal time, it's like we came here, let's say six o'clock, 
up to 8 o'clock or half past, half past 5 to half past 7. That is two hours. On Sunday only. So, that's where we can see someone is going to pretend to be a faithful Christian to us for two hours. But the rest of the hours is living for himself. We don't know what is he doing. So, if we see, you come, you see, ah, uh, Brother Mgoe comes and I'm, I'm asking the verses, how are you doing in the Bible? They say, oh, and I, I have to humble myself. I had you young boys, you are being encouraged by me. But I have to be very careful because I may make you to fall with my sins because I'm a sinner. So I have to be careful with my life because you, you see me like as a role model to say, oh, Mr. Mgo is faithful. But like Mfundis Nyalum said, we see a person two hours, but what about, is he doing that faithfulness for two hours on Sunday here? Is he doing that on his own? That's the question. So when this persecution comes, it's going to be like the parable of the wheat field. A sower comes, the owner of the field, he planted the, 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 the seeds of wheat and he went to sleep. An enemy comes and he sowed the weeds. And when he woke, woke up in the morning, the field was mixed, weeds and, uh, and wheat. And the, 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 the servant said, what can we do? Can we start to pull it out? Then he said, no, let, let them grow together. When they grow, we are going to see and determine, we're going to pull first the weeds and we leave the wheat. So this persecution is going to separate. There's going to be separation. There's going to be to see who is faithful for, for real. So this persecution, you can, you can hear the state statistics, South African statistics, uh, they are saying it's 86% of Christians in, in this country. But is, is that true? We are going to see that when it comes. So if you ask yourself, where is God while this persecution, where, while this government to come, the Antichrist is going to uh, persecute uh, Christians, God is in control. He's doing this on his own glory. I want you to see number two, before we can see the economic power being exercised. Number two, the devil is the master of counterfeits. We have to be careful. Not every church is a true church. We have to ask for the spirit of discernment to see, is this a true church? How do we know? Are they preaching the true gospel? Are they obeying the Bible? Is there humility? Those three things. Hang of the Bible, humility, and loving Christ. Right? So, we... we not every church is, is, is a true church. So we have to ask for the power of the Spirit to, 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 to descend. So let us see the counterfeit. The devil is imitating something here in verse... Uh, it is in verse 2. Verse 2. The dragon gave his power. So he's imitating the Trinity. The Holy Trinity... An unholy trinity. Let us see verse 2. The dragon is the giver of his power, his throne, and great authority. So he's acting like 
He is the father. Because John chapter 3 verse 35. The father is the giver of everything to the son. So he is the giver. He is giving the beast. And he is imitating father giving the son. Number two. Verse 3. The beast was healed. You can see when, when the, the mortal wound was healed. So, literary is resurrection. He was dead and he was being raised. So, the beast was healed and was being worshipped in verse 3. And the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, Jesus resurrected and draw all men unto himself on the cross. So when he was killed on the cross, he draw all men when the miracle he killed and he, 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 he died on the cross and he, he rose again. John 12, 32. He draw all men to himself. So this uh, beast is doing that to just like the Holy Trinity. Number three, verse 12. Verse 12. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence and makes earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast. So this false prophet is making the whole world to worship the beast, just like the Holy Spirit. John 14, verse 26. Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, he said the Holy Spirit is going to teach us about him. So we are going to learn more about Christ from the Holy Spirit and he's going to make us to see his beauty. So we have to be careful with the counterfeits. We have to be very, very careful because the devil is going to deceive us with a church. And we say, oh, any church is a church. So let us see now the economic power. Now watch. Verse 16, uh, Revelation 13, verse 16 and 17. So that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark that is the name of the beast, of the beast or the number of its name. So they, they, they have tried war, persecution. So to them it seems like they are losing, right? You cannot impose impose something new while you are winning. You can maintain it, right? But now, they, even though they are persecuting people, they, 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 the saints are still resisting, holding to the faith. So they impose another thing. They, they, they are going to control what the believer, everyone is going to buy. So they are going to control what are you going to buy? So for you to buy, you have to have the mark. So it's going to, there's going to be a time when they're going to say, okay, it's like job. You want a job, you have to have this. If you want to buy, you have to have this. And I want to show you, brothers and sisters, this is not going to be by force. It is going to be something that we are going to, people are going to do it willingly by choice. Because if you hold to Christ, you are going to choose and to see, because this choice is not going to, going to come and say, do this. They are going to impose things. So it's, it's you, you are going to choose. They are going to say, okay, I want cheese. I want to, I want to go to check us cheese, but oh, they want the mark. 
So you are going to compare. Is cheese greater than the Lord? Then you are going to choose. If you see the cheese is going to be greater than the Lord Jesus Christ, you are going to get the mark. Right? So if, 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 remember the story, the story of uh, Esau. When you hear the story of Esau, you can take it symbols. Ah, it's a soup. How can you sell your, your birthright with the soup? It's simple. Now he's coming to us, right? He, the, the, the mark is going to be you, for you to buy me three children. Crying, Papa, Papa, there's no million you, there's no. Seeing them crying. Just, I'm, I'm putting you into the situation of Esau. Because he came back, he was hungry. Right? So if you take it simple, you can say, ah, how can he sell the birthright with soup? Foul soup. But see now, the pressure is coming as a father. The wife is saying this, ah, oh, but just take the mark, man. You, you want to eat. We don't have anything here. So for you, you have to choose and you have to see what is more important. The value, you have to put the value. Is Christ here or is food or job or house? Because there is going to be everything you want to have, you have to have the mark. So it's not, they are going to say by force. So you are going to say, so if you are elected, like the, Jesus Christ said, the one the Father gave me, they are in my hand. No one will snatch them. If you are in his hand, you're not going to take the mark. You are going to be like the martyrs we have seen in the book, first Fox's book of martyrs. And you can hear the child saying, keep on going, Papa. Keep on going, Father. Don't forsake your faith. Right? We, we, if we have the family like that, we are not going to, 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 to have the problem when we see we want cheese. And there is mark is needed. So no one's going to, if, if our family is being uh, planted on the solid foundation of Christianity, there is no one is going to say, ah, but go and take only that mark. Look, we are dying here. No, no one, we are going to be on the same boat. Everyone going to say, oh, keep going, Father. Endure, let us endure. He's coming. He promised. He's coming. Ah, but there's no minimum. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry. If we die, we die. Keep Looking at the cross, the promise is he is coming, right? So we have, that's why I said we need one another. Because if we have separation, different uh, religion or different beliefs in the house, there's going to be a problem. Because one is going to force because the stomach, they, they, they used to say the stomach always wins. Right? That's where we are going to see. Is the stomach going to win? Is your stomach your God or there is God in heaven? So we have to be very careful because these things is going to come. That leads me to my last point. How are we going to survive for all this? We should run to God for he is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Psalm 46, verse 1. You know the refuge? You're going to... Right? God, God is going to take care. So you, you, you are safe. You are, you, 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 you are behind. Right? You are in a safe place. So the first thing, let us run to God. Because He is the safest place we are going to be. 
Because on that time, if you come even to me, there, there is problem. Alex, Alicia, Shandy, they have given me problems. So if you come, I'm all already in, in trouble. So I cannot help you. So the only help is God. So, uh, and, okay, we, we have seen that in, 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 in Psalms 46. So, we, while we are hiding in God, so we ran to God, while we are hiding, is going, God is going to send the perfect image, or more than perfect image, to deal with the devil. Revelation 19, verse 11. 19, verse 11. We are going to finish very soon. I know you are tired. 19, verse 11. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, the one sitting on it called, listen, his name, faithful and true. That is Jesus. And what is he doing? In righteousness, he judges and makes war. So he's going now, when he comes, he's going to fight our battles. Because we are hopeless. We have nothing. We are not going to win because we have seen how powerful he is. So he is coming in verse 11 to fight our battles. Because we cannot, we cannot stand. He is the perf- more than perfect match of Christ. Notice uh, his description in verse t- uh, 12 to verse 14. His eyes are like flame of fire. You cannot look him. Number two, his heads are Many died, and that th- those are the crowns. The king of kings is coming, the lord of lords, the ruler of all is coming, and his name no one who knows but himself. We can ask him when he comes. Let us hold on his promise of coming and we'll ask that name written because only him he knows that name. Number four. He is being clothed in the robe, in a robe dipped in the blood. So he, he, he comes with justice because the, 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 the saints are being murdered. So the, the robes dipped in blood is the evidence. So he's not going to be like unjust judge, judge like the, the, this government to come. He's just killing people for no reason. You don't believe, worship me and kill. But he is the evidence, the, the garments are dipped in the blood of the saints. And there is evidence. You killed my people, so I'm coming with justice. I'm fighting with them. I'm fighting for them. Number, number five. Notice his name. His name is the word of God. Hallelujah. This is Jesus Christ. He's going to come and he's going to fight for our battles. He's going to fight for us. We are hopeless. The devil is powerful. We've seen that. The devil, we cannot stand with that kind of spiritual being. 
But we have our warrior, our king, our fighter, our advocate is going to stand and fight for us to repay all what the devil has done to us. And on that day, let us all have the hope looking forward. No matter what comes in our way, no matter what persecution, let us all fix our eyes on the hope of him coming. Let us fix our eyes to Jesus Christ. So I'll close with these three practical applications. What we should do, the problem of us, uh, we, 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 we think this earth is our destination. We should change that mindset. We should transform ourselves from this world to see we, we, we are temporarily here. There is permanent place to be. There is eternal life. There is whatever we are going to have now is temporary. It's nothing. The illustration is, going, is being said over and over. It's like five rands and hundred million. And we are choosing five rand, rejecting more money. So here is not our day. We are, we, we are pilgrims. We are on a journey. So let us change our mindset and transform ourselves. Number two, we should check our faith now before these things happen. Because if we are faking it, like I said, you come because in front of people, you pretend like you are faithful, you want to impress people. Hebrews 10, 39, we are going to shrink back in shame when our Lord comes back. So let, let us be true to ourselves. Not, not to you, to, to, just to examine ourselves and to see, okay, what I'm doing, am I for sure, sure, doing the right thing? Am I, what I am doing, is it honoring God? Is Christ smiling, like we have seen that in, 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 in uh, Holy War? When, when the petition comes, he smiled and he ate some and gave to the Father. Are we like that? Are we making our Lord to smile? So we have to examine ourselves. Number three, we have to be part of a godly true church where believers will encourage one another. Brothers and sisters, it is a blessing to be in a true godly church. Bible teaching, Bible obeying church. Because we encourage one another. We pray for one another. If you fail, we encourage you. We hold up on our hands to say, if you are falling, difficult for you to go, we can help you pulling. Let's go, brother. Right? So, in my conclusion, all this was to say, the Antichrist is for sure coming, brothers and sisters. He is coming. This wicked, wicked, fearful government, vicious government is coming. And he is going to persecute believers. There is, that, that, that is coming. And 
let us make our election sure so that we will be certain uh, that we are the sheep. So we have to be certain. Am I? So if you, you are here, so you are going to say, am, am, am I in the right direction? First, by yourself. Because by that time, if the time comes, there is no, there is no time. So this is a preparation time. Check yourself to see, okay, am I a true believer? Am I his sheep? Am I the elected one? This is the time. So I will leave you, brothers and sisters, to say persecution is come. Let us examine ourselves. Let us count, make our election sure to see if we are the real Christian.